Harley-Davidson has been a leader in innovation for 120 years in the design, engineering, and manufacturing of the most desirable motorcycles in the world. Our investment in technology such as digital, cloud, machine learning and artificial intelligence, and advanced analytics, along with hiring great people, will help us continue to define the next generation of products and experiences for our customers. For those reasons, we are proud to be a presenting partner of Tech in MKE, a platform to showcase Milwaukee as a vibrant tech-filled city with incredible talent. Our partnership with Experience Milwaukee to deliver compelling behind-the-scenes stories from regional leaders is a great example of what's possible when innovation and imagination come together. Learn more about us at harley-davidson.com. Hey everyone, it's Steve. Welcome to another episode of Tech in MKE, conversations with business leaders who have a connection to Milwaukee, where we chat about the state of technology in their organizations, our community, and how both come together to attract talent and make a city more techie. In this one, I'm joined by guest host Tim Dixon, CIO of Generac. Tim is a much appreciated show collaborator and an even better friend. He spearheaded part one of this discussion with the Milwaukee Brewers and Milwaukee Bucks. Check it out on Spotify. In this episode, we're joined by Kenny Ansel of the Green Bay Packers for part two of a preview of a more in-depth panel discussion Tim will host with all three of our world-class professional sports teams at Summerfest Tech in June. I love this episode, which is why we kept the mics on for a bit longer than usual. It's worth the listen because we discuss things like, what does sports tech look like? What kind of people and skill sets are needed? How does Kenny and his team work with the NFL, media, and others in the high pressure, high visibility of game day tech? What happens if the tech fails? Does the tech ever fail? All of this and more is answered in this insightful and entertaining episode. Tech and MKE is brought to you by Harley-Davidson, the Milwaukee Tech Hub Coalition, Expedient, the Milwaukee School of Engineering, and our friends at Brooksource. And now, on to this episode featuring Kenny Ansel, Director of IT for our Green Bay Packers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Tim. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, Adam. Where Adam? Adam, where are you? Adam's gone. I don't see Adam anywhere. Adam is gone, but that's okay. We have an even better replacement for adam i would say so uh kenny hello how are you great great tim before we jump in i have to say thank you once again for setting this up for uh all the coordination um everything you've done to help on the tech side of this podcast to help us not only with tech and mke but promote Summerfest tech and all the interesting things in tech not just in milwaukee (laughs) in the state in the Vince Lombardi boardroom. Oh, my God. Can you believe we're in the Vince Lombardi boardroom? I, I cannot believe that. Can imagine the meetings that have had have been had here in the Vince Lombardi boardroom. Holy cow. I can't wait to get in all that. And, I mean, that, it's, they pale in comparison to what's happening today. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that's One good. of the most important meetings ever in the Vince Lombardi boardroom. So, can, uh, Tim, unlike Adam, I'm going to follow your lead. You bet. 
Yeah, so let's uh, journey through this. All podcast. right. So first of all, I want to thank uh, Steve here in Experience Milwaukee for hosting this podcast. Uh, this is my third Experience Milwaukee podcast, hopefully some more down the road. And uh, the great thing about this particular podcast, it's kind of an extension of the second one that I had with uh, two CIOs down in Milwaukee, uh, Robert Cordova from the Bucks and Derek Hyde from the Milwaukee Brewers. We are wrapping in Kenny, Kenny Anzel from the Green Bay Packers here because at Summerfest Tech, June 27th through the 29th, if you haven't heard of Summerfest Tech, it's a three-day uh, tech conference in Milwaukee. Uh, the third day of Summerfest Tech is all about roles and careers and sports and gaming tech. We're going to get into the fan experience. We love talking to folks like yourself, Kenny, uh, head of IT for the Packers, Robert, and Derek as well. We're going to get all of you guys on stage talking about the things that you do in the world of tech that might be a little bit different from your normal IT job from the folks that might be in the audience. But yeah. we want to sort of dive into your world today, Kenny, because we dove into to Derek and Robert's world a few months ago and just sort of pull out some of the nuggets and things that you do, the things that you value uh, in your role, your role, maybe some of the things that are unique up here in, is this technically considered Fox Valley or is uh I think it is. Green Bay, Fox Valley, <laughs> Luann, is Green Bay, Fox Valley? You think? Okay. We don't fact check, so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Sounds so good. things that you might do up here that might be a bit unique that people might not know about in Milwaukee and just kind of get into your world a little bit. So I say we introduce Kenny and uh, jump into it. Yeah. And, and maybe have Kenny even introduce himself here. Yeah, perfect. Um, and thanks, Tim, for making the process easy. The communication throughout um, made the whole process He's really thorough. easy and straightforward. He is. He's a thorough dude. He is. Four o'clock, at 4 o'clock in the morning. I can yeah. get a lot done. It's either a text on something logistically that we have to do, or it's him buying a new brewer shirt. <laughs> or Packer shirt. Yeah. Or beer. <laughs> or beer. The great thing about that, Kenny, now you're on my text string. You gave me your number today, so now you're going to be on it. Is that Watch good? Out. Watch out. Is that Watch good out. or bad? I'm just saying. It, no, it's awesome. You it's just said you wake good. up at yeah. 4, so we'll be talking at 4 o'clock tomorrow morning. That's a burner phone. That's <laughs> a burner phone. It's going to throw it away. <laughs> Come. Yeah, thanks again. Um, Kenny Ansel. Uh, this is my uh, entering my 17th season with the Packers. Oh my gosh. We're yeah. going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what originally brought me to Green Bay is uh, I did a stint in the military, Air Force, and that's where I met my now wife. Um, awesome. Uh, yeah, met her there in 90, 89, 90 ish. And we just slowly started migrating back toward Wisconsin. Um, I always had the rule of thumb that, you know, I wanted to be far enough away from the in-laws that they had to at least call first. <laughs> They're not listening to this. Don't worry about it. Well, we're, we're neighbors now. So <laughs> oh, no okay. They will be listening. Yeah. They're going to listen. Hey, they, Tim, they always listen. They find it. Hey, in-laws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's all good. But, um, yeah, Green Bay's great. Um, probably one of the – I've been around a lot, eight states uh, since the military. So I think uh, Wisconsin and Green Bay specifically is – Probably one of the most perfect places to raise a family. Amen. So, Woo! Glad I'm here. Yeah, clap it up for that. Glad I'm here. All right, audience. So, so Kenny, oh, oh my gosh, so much to get into here. How much time do we have? <laughs> we have all the time you, you want, Tim. Yeah, don't worry about that. So much to get into. For, for me, just kind of like my personal and professional, my work and personal worlds are colliding here today. Uh, not only are you and I in the tech field and, and know each other here from various different tech uh, networks in, in the great state of Wisconsin. But I am a diehard Green Bay Packers <laughs> fan. I'm a lifelong Green Bay Packers fan. Yes. I'm a season ticket holder, 
shareholder multiple times, and uh, my family and I have a brick in Lambeau Field that says, The Dixons Go Pack Go. Love it. Nice. So being here in Green Bay, being in the Vince Lombardi boardroom, looking at a life-size um, replica of the Super Bowl trophy out there. Not me- life-size. Actually, the biggest, tro- <laughs> the biggest Super Bowl trophy on the planet. Yeah, for those of you listening, we are lo- we are looking at the biggest Super Bowl trophy on the planet here in the atrium at uh, at Lambeau Field. But to be here talking to you, a good friend of mine, a colleague in the tech field, I know you both personally and professionally, while at the same time being the aura of the Green Bay Packers right. in Lambeau Field, I got to tell you, this is a dream come true. So thank you for making that happen. You're welcome. Thanks. And so- I'm here too. <laughs> Steve, right? Yeah, no, right. Just Steve kind of yeah. looks like an old school Green Bay Packer football player. There, I don't he? know. I don't know about that. Yeah, if there were, you know, football players that played hockey, I could. <laughs> no haircuts like that back in the day with Ray Nitschke. Yeah, and, uh... maybe, maybe a little shorter. So, uh, Kenny, I'm going to jump in and maybe ahead of where Tim wants to go, but I'm is infatuated in what a day in the life in your role looks like i'm sure no two two days are the same but what is if you can in give, season give, or out season yeah yeah in, yeah right can you give listeners sort of the high level what what kind of areas do you focus on um for the packers yeah it's definitely not boring and i don't know if ever, ever two days are alike but um <laughs> as you guys came into the stadium you probably noticed uh, a lot of cranes a lot of construction a lot of uh, taped yeah. off and roped off areas Fenced-in areas with privacy fencing. Yeah, I was poking around over there. Yeah, yeah. Around. Driving around. Yeah, driving right in and out. Yeah, helping <laughs> out. Yeah. A couple small projects going, yeah. but um, we're finalizing the new, we just call it the football build-out, but um, most of football ops will be moving from the third floor down to the new area. Oh, wow. And that's slated for butts in the seats mid-June. So Okay, you um, said it. They're going to hold it to you. Kenny. That's coming you said out. it on a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> first week of June, but we're saying <laughs> mid-June to give us a little bit of padding. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid-June yeah, exactly. 2024. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also with the, the action of the cranes outside what are two new scoreboards. Awesome. Uh, so the current scoreboards are approximately 110 by 48 feet. <laughs> so they'll double in size with the, the width. So we're going to 220 feet by 48 feet. Um, so as a season ticket holder, you should appreciate that a little bit. Uh, do you own stock also? I also own stock. Perfect. Yeah. You helped paid for them. Twice over. Yes, we do. Appreciate that. The family owns stock, yeah. I'll just take the old ones <laughs> on the way out if that's okay. Yeah, you know what's really weird is you can go up to the rooftop, and you're probably you know two feet away from the old boards. But if you look at it, it it's um, they're red, yellow, green lights, but they're approximately an inch apart. Literally, so you're looking at it, going, "How in the heck is that high def?" Right. Um, but yeah, you can so have as, away, yeah. Can yeah. have as many of the old panels as you would like. Okay, I accept that invitation to Perfect. go on the roof and take uh, whatever I like. So. I hope you have a truck. All right. <laughs> so that, that's um, a great aspect. Oh my gosh, those are two huge projects, not just for the Packers, but for you and your team. Projects that require different skill sets from you know AI and ML and Salesforce and CRM and things of that nature. How do you look like what kind of talent leads or runs those types of programs that might be different from like your normal IT job? Like I would think leadership, execution, project management, getting stuff done, taking over the finish line. 
Like those would be awesome traits, but high visibility, high, high vis- pressure. <laughs> yeah. Press. Oh, there's yeah. Vis- there's social aspects yep. to all that stuff. Like talk about pressure. Oh right. my gosh. Yeah. So, um, we, we sort of are forced to have some concentration in certain areas because, um, we do have business units here within the stadium. So we have a retail store, a I've restaurant. Thanks again for the support. Yeah, he's got all his stuff yeah, on right now. Looks great. Even his shoes. Multiple layers. <laughs> have you seen these? Can you look at these? Oh, very, very nice shoes. I'll get a for you. Love it. That, that perfect definition of fanatic. <laughs> um, uh, and then we have a clinic. Both. So there's a lot. Uh, the compliance, NFL compliance, um, Homeland Security for stadium compliance. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Wow. Uh, HIPAA for the medical and the Sheesh. clinic that we have um, downstairs and here. Um, then retail for PCI. Um, so there's a lot that goes into um, planning for a hire, um, but we, we do have a lot of help. So that there's, we have uh, IT specific for football. We have IT specific for the new scoreboards and the control room, okay. the back end, a, a, a complete data center just for controlling the is scoreboards. Is data center in Lambeau? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, both the control room for the stadium ops, um, what basically what happens in the bowl, mm-hmm. and the data center for the front office stuff. So are, are you watching everyone? Like, is there a room you go into where, like, every fan is being – I'm asking this as a fan, actually, not as a uh, – yeah. not as a, uh, you know, a tech. Well, we, wanna, we still want to go in there. <laughs> even Am I being people. watched when I go to games, by the way? Are you allowed to say that or no? It depends on where you're at. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we can't possibly cover the footprint of where every possible fan is. But um, for the most part, you're on camera somewhere. Okay. But for how long, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so a, a few remember of the that parking lots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starting later. That, Kenny, that is a broad scope. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's not like. That's like eight I, industries in like, one IT function. Yeah. How, how big is your team? Like, how many people do you have doing all this stuff? And so, where do they come from? And how do you get them? Great question. Um, so, we have a staff of sixteen for front office, and then football IT. I think is around eight, and then the production side of things, I believe, is approximately twelve to fifteen. Um, Only so to make twelve to fifteen people to put on the production of. A Packer football game? That's uh, amazing. During a game, it explodes. Oh, so there's uh, game day employees. But oh. that, that explodes. Oh, so we're going to go there. Yeah. yeah we're going to yeah, go there. It's a small city here during a game. So it's <laughs> we don't know faces during a game. It's that many new faces, new employees. But it, it requires a lot of external support for sure. So hey, before we go into all that, we're going we're gonna to go into game day. The show must go on. The stealth. Fighters that fly over Lambeau, and we've seen them. We're going to get into the NFL. We're going to, we're going to get into all of that. But we want to know about Kenny. We yes. want to know where you came from, where you've been, how you grew, how you upskilled. You've been with the Packers for a long time, so they've, they've seemed like they've been pretty good to you in, in that regard. How did you grow throughout your career? You've been here 16, 17 years, and now you're at the top of the IT field. So you must have done something yet. Must have done some things right there, Kenny, along the way. So tell, tell us about your career, where you've been, and uh, what you've been into. Yeah, I guess I did something right, but uh, this is probably the question I'm well, going to Well, you are on the show. <laughs> so. I think Tim, the fanatic side of Tim is, part, is the draw. But, uh, yeah, I don't I – don't, um, this is the question I hate. Um, oh, come on. Little, little on the – you know, makes me feel like uh, bragging like or not so humble. Yeah, yeah. Hate it. 
Um, but well, anyway, if you're not I'll able try, to do it, Steve stalk your LinkedIn so he can talk about it. We'd rather, <laughs> Let's start we'd rather it come from you, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, got my IT um, start in the military, so did secure communications in the Air Force for four years. Wow, okay. Um, stationed at the Pentagon, so all the secure comm um, there, uh, specifically on the Air Force side. Um, after that, after that, um, a little bit of college at DeVry University. Oh. Um, but that was for electronics engineering, not uh, IT related. But it's tech. It's tech. It's tech. It's yeah. tech. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit in the education world. So adjunct professor for TC over oh. in La Crosse, uh, an instructor for the Department of Defense for a few years on Fort McCoy. So um, did you say La Crosse? I did. Oh my God. So you know I'm from La Crosse, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> God's country. Okay, okay. okay, we're going to go there, but keep going. We're I love going. it there. Love it. Okay. Um, it's beautiful. That's what it's they call it, God's country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did a little bit in retail, did some consulting, um, and I ended up here. That was a Done. shortcut. <laughs> that was a shortcut. That was, the, yeah, the, the ending was a little I loved it, abbreviated. Though. <laughs> I loved it, though. So I got to ask you, though, so through all those years, I mean, 17 years with, with any company is a long time these days, 17 years with the Green Bay Packers. Oh, my gosh, you've seen so much growth up here. I mean, like a company like ours who is growing, like any other tech company who's growing, the Packers have grown throughout the years. How many different remodels, how many stock sales, how many different you know stadium sort of upgrades and things of that nature. Talk yeah. about some of those bigger things over the course of the 16 or 17 years that are kind of memorable in that regard. That that might be, you know, tech advancements along the way. We talked about Wi-Fi a little bit earlier, but even the stadium boards, the video boards over the years have gotten upgraded a few times at least, right? Yeah, I think we're on our third upgrade on the video boards. The Jeez. atrium is semi-new in the 90s. We did the south end zone. We are season tickets are located, <laughs> um, I believe, in twelve. Um, now we're expanding here, and I don't remember where the new scoreboards are going to stand in comparison to the other NFL stadiums. Um, but our scoreboard, our present scoreboards used to be when they were initially installed uh, top six, and then that you know if you watch that chart, it's just musical chairs on who right. jumps, who leapfrogs, who. So we're down in the mid twenties, um, but typically we try to refresh every ten years ish, and we're on a eleventh uh, year, but or maybe 12, um, but I don't know where we stand up to that. So that was a significant one. Um, and it, but I just would like to add really quick a plug-in for the Packers. Um, sure. <clears throat> I, <laughs> Why not? I've, I've been with a lot of companies, so to be here for 17 years, I I think I'm very honored and blessed to have that. Amen. But there's Amen. not a lot of companies like this or organizations like this, so um, they're going to have to kick me out or I'm going to have to <laughs> die in here hey, or something. Kenny, but, me too. It's unbelievable. <laughs> You're gonna have to kick him out I'm today. Here. Yeah. I am leaving. So yeah. So so when I take the old scoreboard home, I'll technically have a scoreboard better than like a dozen NFL teams. Twenty-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're in the twenties. I'll be in the, the twenty. All right. Top twenty-ish. Nice. Yeah, I like so, it. Yeah. So, Kenny, in a microcosm, I'm going to tell you this story, and this is one of my favorite <clears> Packer <throat> stories of all time. One of my favorites, and it's, it's both family-related and it's also sort of retrospective from a tech perspective so back in the day when my brothers and i we'd come to packer games we would stand right outside of the men's locker room and we could wait for players to walk out and i have pictures of myself with mike holmgren brett Favre, 
Frankie Bag of Donuts, all these guys <laughs> walking out of the stadium. Like, walk out a door and get a picture with a fan. That doesn't happen anymore, obviously. And actually, some of the construction they got going on here is, is, is for parking. So just showing how that has evolved over the years shows how the Packers have kind of made all these investments, both security investments, things that were much needed because things were a little crazy back then. But talk about now how, obviously, technology maybe protects, you know, secures either the players, you know, the property, the game, etc. Talk, talk about the security aspect of all that. Yeah, I think the only interaction that you're going to get that's even remotely close to what you just <laughs> described is the, the tradition that we're going to uphold even after the new build-out is um, the players riding the bikes across the road to the practice sure. facility. Please do not yeah. ever take that away. That would yeah. Yeah. The Packers are known by Thank you, Crowd. Yeah. yeah, very important to the community, and we get it. Um, but to your point, Tim, you know, that was a big consideration. You know, it, the safety, um, the, the liability, um, th- just things like that. So it, it was a, a dis- quite a few discussions um, just to get to the point to say we're going to keep that. So just that alone. But, um, yeah, it's changed. It's evolved. Um, you know, coach has security on the field now. Oh, does um, he? Yeah, right. the player area, you have to have a certain pass, and it's restricted. It's even restricted for most employees. Um, even the practice facility is locked and restricted. Mm. Um, so only on you know open days, open public days, is media mm-hmm. you know is allowed in there. But yeah, it's it's changed, um, and I, I think that it's it's closing. It <laughs> continues to close. Um, but yeah, it's just the, it's just the way the world is now. It more is. security focused, and uh, it really is less Crazy less. Stuff. So I would think um, in in your world, and you hear it on uh, even in you know press conferences, they say they're going to watch the tape. I'm gonna, I, I didn't catch that during the game. I'm going to watch the tape. LaFleur says that all the time. Let me just uh, – I'll watch the tape and I'll kind of get back to – like video in this game from all the different angles and all the different replays. And this may lead into our, our NFL conversation. But talk about the video aspect. There's things dangling from strings now on Lambo that go across the field. And they're – you know, they're, they've got players mic'd up. Are they drones? <laughs> Good um, question. Yeah. Good question. Yeah, so I'll start with the drones because that's a quick and easy one. Um, <laughs> drones are not allowed, but they're slowly being implemented and allowed and only by approved broadcast entities. So um, we'll approve one or two drones. Last year, I think it was two during the entire season. Um, but they're they're slowly being accepted until an incident happens and then they're, they'll all be thwarted off. So, <laughs> sure. Um, but there there is technology to watch for unauthorized drones in the entire area during an event. Um, and then back to video. the video, yeah, the, yeah. the tape. You know, that's the Kleenex <laughs> or Xerox. You know, it's not tape, but uh, but we get it. But yeah, I mean, everything is videoed. And back to your question, you know, how many cameras that I hit when I'm coming in? Can you see me while I'm in the you know in the bowl, etc. Um, in that world, everything is taped. So if you make a mistake on the field, there's no deny, denying it or lying because you're under the microscope. So there's different angles, the home team tapes, the uh, visiting team tapes, the uh, broadcast entities tape, and our production crew tapes um, record video. Um, but, yeah, there's I, – I couldn't even guess how many cameras. And then you have the uh, – there's a generic name for that camera on cables. Yeah, but, the cameras uh, that dangles down. Yeah, the huddle, yeah. The huddle yeah. and flies by. I love those. Yeah, so somebody – 
one broadcast entity coined that and, and then others followed suit. I don't know any broadcast entity that does not have that now. But, yes, our stadium is equipped with the cables and the buckles to house or <laughs> adapt to anybody's request for that. So you're being watched as a player and a fan. <clears throat> and a fan. And, yeah. And now we have the, a fan cam, which will take periodic pictures during a game. And then a fan can actually go in, and this is good for you to know, Tim, so you can get um, pictures of yourself during a game. But it's a high-res <laughs> camera that you can zoom in to your seat to locate yourself. Um, but, yeah, it's um, – No kidding. Like on an app yeah. or something? Yeah, uh, it's actually posted on our website the day after the game. It might be oh, the wow. day of the game. But wow. We do the any uh, fan can, we do the Twitter thing, and you take a picture, and you, you know. The, yeah, the, yeah. At uh, Go Pack Go, yep. and you get on the big screen. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> and then the um, – uh, <clears throat> I've been known to uh, do roll out the barrel uh, a few times. Wouldn't have guessed that. Show us, show us at the end, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Prove it. Prove so, it. so video. You know video is storage intensive. You know video is you know kind of internet Wi-Fi intensive. You mentioned all of those video cameras. Holy cow, how does all that get collected? How does all that get disseminated? Where does that get stored? In the cloud, on-prem, who has access to it? How long do you keep it? How long do you keep it? Yeah, and I didn't mention the 400-plus security cams around the stadium that needs to be stored also. 400-plus security cams in addition to all the game video. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, fun fact here. Let me roll back a little bit. Um, Game day film used to be mailed, snail mail, literally, um, to each stadium. So um, your next opponent, the prior two games, would get uh, mailed to the stadiums. And then somebody would have to go to the airport and pick up the little box, the you know the Pelican box. It looks like yeah. it's handcuffed to your wrist, yeah. et cetera. Not that extent. But um, and now we went to a, a long time um, ago or not too long ago. Not too long ago. It's probably I'm going to say we got probably went digital in that aspect around 2010 ish. Not too long. 2009, ago. 2010, 2011. Yeah. So not too long ago. No. Um, but the NFL came up with uh, what they call the game exchange. So all the teams are linked together on a separate network. So now the games oh. are actually exchanged over the, the network. The oh, internet, interesting. The like network. a super secret network. Yeah, super secret Just network. Just for the NFL? Yep. Interesting. I have an account. I watch. Yep. yep. <laughs> but, yeah, everybody that records stores their own. So the broadcast uh, crew, whatever that may be, Fox, ESPN, NFL Networks, mm-hmm. et cetera, you know, whatever they record and, and share, and we share ours too. Um, but, you know, they, they're uh, responsible for their own recordings, sure. storage. So, so you bring up, I'll, I'll call them third parties. You might call them, you know, partners of some sort. But you have all these people in addition to the Packers and, and your IT team sort of in the mix, on game day talk about all the people are involved i i can't i was lucky enough to come up here on a tour during work hours a, a few years ago and i got to meet some folks from the nfl i got to meet steve mariucci because they were broadcasting the game i got to go into the press room and it's almost like you have a huge partnership that happens with all of these kind of external players on game day either prepping for the game during the game or afterwards can you kind of talk about some of that stuff whether it's the nfl was the the broadcasting teams all the trucks all the all the folks that come up and sort of uh, partner with you on putting on this production yeah and i don't know if we have enough time to mention every <laughs> one of these but i'll talk fast 
Um, but we do have uh, folks that, and I'll start at the layer one here, that are completely in charge of the cabling, the fiber optics. If anything happens with the network, when a network truck comes in and they dock, you know, all the plugs that they have to plug into, um, and then they have to get connectivity to home base so they can film and um, and uh, people come shoot. in and lay all that down for every game, all that cabling and all that stuff. We have the inf- infrastructure for okay. them to just come in and plug. Okay, so it's a plug and play for them. Um, but we do have somebody, as you know, fiber is uh, uh, pretty sensitive to dirt. Um, so we have folks that will take care of that. And the uh, broadcast entities actually come here two to three days prior to a game. So we have those folks that are layer one, layer two guys um, pretty much constantly here. Um, but they're in charge of that. And then anything from the Microsoft Surface cart that has to be rolled out and <laughs> yeah. tested um, four to six hours prior to a game. Do um, any of those ever get thrown by any chance and, and crack <laughs> and get repaired? I've maybe I, seen one seen or it. two. We've seen it. Yeah, never. <laughs> um, they didn't like what they saw on right, the Surface. Right. Yeah. They are tough. They're tough books. Oh, there's an advertisement right there. Um, but plug for Microsoft, right? Um, and then we have the wireless that is on the field that the NFL controls and supports for the coach-to-coach communication and the coach-to-player communication. So that has to be tested, wow. and there's a tech on each side and a tech upstairs. So they're in constant communication. Um, those have to be monitored and supported. And then we have somebody here to support our almost 2,100 access points. We're Creeping 2, up on 2,100. Robert and Derek, do you hear that? <laughs> 2,100 access points. I think Robert said 200. Um, and and uh, or I'm sorry, Derek said 200, and Robert uh, was, was a lot lower than that. So Lambeau Field has over 2,000. 2, We're creeping 000. up on 2,100. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Yeah, so we do have people here that will help support that also um, because, you know, we only have two network engineers here, so to keep up with all the business units, the NFL requirements, and the uh, fifty plus thousand uh, fans that connect during a game, um, it requires a couple extra eyes and <laughs> uh, another set of keyboards. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably missing uh, um, statistics. So NFL analytics, analytics, here we go. tech. So yeah. we have folks um, up in the control room that are doing the uh, in charge and overseeing the statistics um, infrastructure. Uh, probably miss. Oh, uh, we have an NFL frequency coordinator here. There's so much wireless in the stadium <laughs> that he has a literally it's a binder. He walks around with this binder, but um, every frequency that happens during an event has to be approved by the NFL frequency coordinator before it's implemented the or NFL used here. Frequency coordinator. That's yeah. a tech <laughs> job you don't hear a lot about. No, not, a not a lot. I've never yeah. heard of it before. Might yeah. not be applying anytime soon. Yeah. And they walk around with equipment, so if there's any type of interference, we try to get them close enough to an interference where they would uh, potentially be able to find it Is and like remedy it. a black it. hat, a black coat, and a white, white tie. <laughs> He's invisible. No, but they all have certain hats. Like the the <laughs> folks that are in charge of, and I'm. there's no way I'm even going to try, try to guess the color of the hats, but... There's a hat collar for the coach's communication. There's a hat collar for the frequency guys. There's a hat collar for the Microsoft carts. Um, there's, a hat, there's, I think, seven or eight different hats. So the next time you're, you're watching a game, look for the hat. Or look, for, look the for the collar of the hat. I would have noticed that. Yeah. Never, ever would have noticed that. And so that, that helps us. If, if there is an issue, you just find that collar of hat um, and then go oh. yell at them. Hopefully some of them are green and gold. 
<laughs> there, I think there might be a yellow. So, a so yellow. you mentioned the um, the communication, and as a fan watching the game, very excited about the game, the headset communication between the coach and the quarterback um, mostly works, I guess, sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't because every once in a while you see him kind of clicking on his helmet there saying, okay, no play. I'm, I can't, you know, I can't hear yeah. you, right? I, 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 I I'm going to call my own that. play. Yeah. What is that? What is, what is all of that? Like, how does that run? Who manages that? And then what happens when that thing, when that thing goes down? What happens when game day tech goes down? Kenny's answer after this message. As a leader in AI and machine learning education, Milwaukee School of Engineering brings a rich history of a national reputation for cutting-edge degrees. We are proud to be a presenting partner of Tech in MKE, a platform to showcase Milwaukee as a vibrant tech city. Our partnership with Experience Milwaukee to deliver compelling stories from regional leaders is a great example of what's possible when brilliant minds come together. Learn more about us at msoe.edu. So, so you mentioned the um, the communication, and as a fan watching the game, very excited about the game, the headset communication between the coach and the quarterback um, mostly works, I guess, sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't because every once in a while you see him kind of clicking on his helmet there saying, okay, no play. I'm, I, can, you know, I can't hear it, you, yeah. right? I, 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 I I'm going to call my own that. play. Yeah. What is that? What is, what is all of that? Like, How does that run? Who manages that and then what happens when that thing when that thing goes down so i can't confirm or deny this but oftentimes when this happens that it's person didn't like the play ah. <laughs> <laughs> can't hear you can't hear you can't hear. just like at home i can't yeah. hear you can't hear. <laughs> i didn't hear you those are rumors i, I don't know yeah yeah so you're saying it never goes down Never goes down. Never, Never goes, goes down. down. But there is an equality rule. So if something would go down, the uh, the opposite sideline has to conform to whatever technology is up. Oh, so if the coach is calm or coach the player calm goes down on our side, um, the whole the visiting team has to um, shut theirs off. But yeah. um, so oh, is that for the, so it has to be equal. Gotcha. Yeah. Sides, okay. yeah. And then go back to the old school play calling. Yep. Can yep. I, I, so I have a, a non-tech question, but it relates to all the tech you're talking about. And it's this, is there any way you can even describe the game day pressure that you are under or that you feel? And have you just gotten used to it by now? Or how how do you even, I can't even imagine that. Yeah, we actually use the preseason games, family night and shareholders as a dry run. Yeah. So we cross our fingers that all problems happen then. Yes. Um, And luckily most problems are ironed out prior to um, uh, prime time or regular season games. But when something does happen, depending on what it is, it's 100% stressful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if it's, you know, under your watch and your equipment and you're at fault. But um, You've got that hat on. You're in trouble. hundred percent. But yeah, yeah um, my, my staff is exceptional. Um, so let's hear it for the question. staff. Let's Woo. hear it for Kenny's staff. 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 Love the team. Yeah. When you don't touch an, a piece of equipment or any technology for a year and then expect it to work <laughs> when, you know, showtime, it's, it is stressful, but yeah, they, it's second nature to them. They know what to test. They know how far out to start testing. Even sure. for draft, you know, things are being tested. They started we started preparing that for a couple of weeks ago right. for the technology needed Draft for that. Tech. 
So, yeah, so just like the scouts, you know, they want to be well prepared prior to draft day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I you know, can't speak for them, but I think they're probably mm-hmm. done with what they're going to do. Yeah, um, they told me they're done. Perfect. <laughs> perfect, Steve. I love the, love the insider. All right. Tim's Connections. Get me in. Thanks, Tim. I'm on that website. I get the draft reports. You're hired. Yeah, thanks. So, so do you have any fun stories of something, you know, happening either before <laughs> or during the game? It's funny now. <laughs> it's funny yeah. now. But at that time, you needed to run in the back office and grab some, you know, crazy glue and come on out and field in halftime or in one of the, the quarterly TV timeouts and have to do something that uh, – Kind of kept it going throughout the course of the game. And any funny stories you're allowed to share there? Yeah, I would think the most recent is our first year that we went um, electronic ticket, e-tickets. Oh, yeah. That was um, a big change. Big change. So we had that change and the staffing. It's new to them. They're not very technically savvy. Um, and we had fans. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. So we actually had um, coaches – to go up and down the lines just to say, hey, um, you okay with your tickets? Can you need any help? Coaches. Let's bring them up now. Yeah. Yep. Coaches every gate. I printed every a picture gate. of my phone the first time. You did? Brought, no, perfect, perfect. <laughs> that, no, that was, was huge. Great. Talk about digital transformation. Yeah. Talk about digital transformation. That was about as best a scenario as you can describe, going from paper tickets yeah. to smartphone you know, QR code. I didn't even get to the punchline yet. Let's do it. Our wireless went down. Oh! So now everybody's like, oh my gosh. The first game? Um, I can't one remember if it was the one of the first games. If not the first, it was probably the second. But yeah, the the poo hit the fan then. So everybody's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember some of those games, those first. Uh, and, you know, there's upskilling there. And, yeah, uh, you know, this definitely. Is, we're talking about upskilling in tech and so on and so forth. There's upskilling on the IT side to handle the mobile wireless world. And then there's upskilling on the, the fan side. There may have been people who didn't even have phones who were using the paper tickets who now had to get a phone just to even go to a, a Packer game. Wow. Yeah, then our median age uh, for ticket holders, I believe, was 57, 58. So if you're talking median, now you're, to your point, Tim, you know, there's um, a lot of folks that still had flip phones then. <laughs> a lot of folks that didn't want to bring a phone into the stadium and a lot of folks that didn't have enough battery life. Um, so all of those hit. Down-level OSs and yeah, all this stuff? Yeah, Holy cow, yeah. talk about the least common denominator. And you still like this job. <laughs> Love it, yeah. All right, Tim, you got others? You know, Summerfest Tech. Uh, there's going to be a diverse audience there. There's going to be folks from all different walks of life, people you know, people who go to the university, people who go uh, work at one of the companies uh, in town or in the state of Wisconsin, people who might want to change careers and roles and, and get into a, a career in sports and gaming tech. So talk about upskilling, talk about recruiting, talk about the skill sets that you look for for folks on your team. Do you upskill? Do you bring in from the outside? Do you do a little bit of both? Talk about the talent in your organization. Talk about some of the leadership things that you might do. Uh, that is what Summerfest Tech is all about. We're going to go deep into that space. So give us a little teaser in terms of your philosophy around that. Yeah, no problem. I, I, you know, this is just a normal everyday IT job. <laughs> I mean, it's it, you know the, the mundane, boring. Yeah, the Unevent- network engineer. Uneventful. I bet our network engineer probably has the same kind of. Um, 
job description is you're a network engineer, Tim. <laughs> our our server guys, our um, admins, uh, help desk. Um, but for those, it's it's not really specialty. Um, so those are you know, so in recruiting that helps a lot. So you don't have to have a sports background. You really don't. Um, and then the parts that you may need to relate back to sports, those are teachable and learnable. So um, not really a, not really a, a, an issue that we look for or look at. Um, as far as recruiting, I can tell you that COVID really screwed that up. But prior to that, you know, typically the brand helped us recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, I so would think it, so. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, during COVID and shortly after, um, it wasn't – the brand wasn't that important. Um, so it was, uh, you know, is this job remote? Nope, I'm done. I'm out of the mix. Um, <laughs> I want paid this because, you know, I live in Colorado yeah, and I'm working for a company here. in Chicago and I want this pay. It's not really Green Bay pay. Mm-hmm. Um, so those things are happening. And then, you know, even the – and we talked about, you know, a little plug for Heartland here. We talked to Heartland about this problem too, but, you know, even their bench was kind of light. So the folks that they kept on their bench to go out to their customer sites and help, you know, that that was light. So it wasn't just us. It was the entire industry. Yeah, the whole ecosystem. Yeah, for sure. And then everything is remote. So, you know, it used to be the WebEx and then Zoom or uh, COVID hit and then Zoom was predominant. Um, it, it's just a, a different support model. <laughs> so, you know, and we're more. Um, you have to be here in the office. Yeah. It's a face-to-face. If somebody calls, go help them. Yeah. You know, so it's, we're not the, you know, let's call the help desk and <laughs> we'll remote that. in and, you know, we'll help you over the phone or whatnot. So we that's, have that, uh, you know, kind of culture where it's a little more face-to-face. That's Midwest. That's Green Bay. That's what makes personal. Wisconsin right it there. Is. It's personal. It is. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, and then recruiting, our HR department is probably the best on the planet in my eyes oh wow let's hear it for hr a nice hr plug usually don't get an hr plug on an experience planet. milwaukee podcast the planet 100 percent yes. the greatest um, but they do reach out and we're kind of homers so we do reach out to local universities <laughs> oh, so sure. to uw give them a chance yeah absolutely and, and most of our um should, yeah still most most of our um internship pool is still local so um we pull from uh norbert UW and TC. Say Normers? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Fox Valley Tech. Nice. So not just, you know, here in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Sure, a shout out for Fox Valley here. All yeah. Right. And then um, our Title Town Tech partners um, run by Jill and uh, Craig. Know them very um, well. Yeah. yeah. Good good folks. But they they run a good program, too. So we're trying to um, be the technology incubator, keep everybody local, grow That's it. That's awesome. And then help recruit and bring in talent from the surrounding areas. We have a pretty good support staff for uh, recruiting. Awesome. So where does um, your scope or, or roles of responsibility kind of end? Does it end? Because like, across the street, there's a bunch of stuff. You got, you know, Title Town, Title Town Tech. You got all the stuff going on over there with the restaurants and all that stuff. Do you, does your role kind of go into that space or do you stay mostly with the, the stadium and the, the events that are going on here in Lambeau Field? Yeah, all of Title Town, the entire campus, um, we support. Oh so it's either gosh. the Wi-Fi, the cellular, uh, the infrastructure, the TVs, um, <laughs> except for Title Town Tech, and when you get over to the U.S. Venture Building. Okay. So those are all it's rental lease. Yeah. Stuff. Yep. Um, but the apartments um, and the townhomes. Um, That's all. 
That's all your stuff. <laughs> to an extent, yeah. yeah. So the parking, the security cameras, but once you get into being a tenant part, we're out of that. Right. Yeah. But there there are some support. Hinterland? 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of beer support. <laughs> Not trial, a, right? Tasting and trial. Yeah, yeah. Quality Packer control. Land Pilsner. Not a lot Packer of technical Pilsner. support there, though. A very good one. So even the rolling down the hill, so obviously in the... In the winter, there's there's uh, sledding and all that down the the Aaron's Hill. But in the summertime, the dizziest you'll ever be is if you roll down that hill <laughs> in the summer. So that even that is covered by your uh, your team and your remit. Yeah, please tell me you didn't do that. Did you do that? <laughs> My daughters did that. They're on camera, well, so that's <laughs> our infrastructure. We recorded that then. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So it's not just the game. I mean, that's the. One one of the many takeaways I'm taking away here is not just the game. It's not just the fans, even the though. Zamboni that goes around the ice rink to flatten. That's on our network. <laughs> uh, so, can I grab the a, Zamboni one day? That would be fun. You know, one kind of final question for me, just around the the, the tech area, is that uh, what do you see like on the horizon? I mean, I'm, I was going to go there with ChatGPT, but any sort of new emerging tech, like how do you? I know how my team and I evaluate that in a corporate IT perspective. How do you, as an IT leader for the backers for a you know, National Football League team, how do you evaluate new and emerging tech? Is it too new for mainstream? Is it too, too new for operations for you know, some of these games? It's almost got to be proven, if you will, before you kind of take your chance on it from a reputation standpoint. Right. So you, how do you evaluate new emerging tech? How do you bring it in? How do you get your team to support it? Yeah, that's actually a pretty interesting question. I, I believe the evaluation process is your typical one. You know, the RFP, bringing the business units, what's important to everybody else, mm-hmm. what do we, what marks do we need to hit, et cetera. Um, and the, the, what has me um, stumbling here is your chat gbt <laughs> um you, you know, played th- with it yeah th- th- the so security's probably one of the top things and priorities on my list mm-hmm. and i have two security guys that work for me that are best also but um you know that the ai and being on the bleeding edge and, or cutting edge um and just the money and the risk and the egg in your face you know you don't want to invest in the shiniest, most sexiest thing out there ever. <laughs> so it does have to be vetted. You don't want to be the first on the block to try it. So we do, you, Great you know, point. but, um, yeah, so it's, and, but you still want to be on the forefront. You still want to be the best. You still want to have the shiniest object at the end of the day. Right? You yeah. want to be innovative, but, um, you still have to have that little reservation to say, Hey man, is this going to be a waste of money? Do we have the resources to support it internally? Is it really going to hit all of our marks with every department? You know, what's our, what's our true goal here, but. And do you um, go back to the core experience for the fan? What value does it bring to that? Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, is it value to the fan or does it help us win football games? Yeah. Has to answer one of those two questions. Oh, hopefully both. I'm for yeah. winning football games. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. As a fan. Agreed. For yeah. sure. But yeah, interesting question, Tim. Awesome. Actually, I have one more for you. I, I, uh, I lied. Um, so you and I, we do a lot of networking, right? There's a lot of uh, sort of tech and, <laughs> and IT networks around there. I had the pleasure last year of meeting uh, some other uh, heads of IT for other um, football, uh, baseball, Major League Baseball, and NBA. We have a lot of competition on Sundays, but um, everybody in the IT uh, world with all the NFL teams are really, really open, helpful. 
Um, we all meet uh, annually. Oh, wow. So the NFL um, hosts. Can I get invited to that? Yeah, I'd like to be there. <laughs> done. done. Yeah, just to observe. No problem. Right. You know, done. Right. Um, but yeah, so we all we do meet annually, and then um, we communicate a lot, a, a lot over email, text, etc. So, um, you know, what one technology at a stadium, you know, potential stadium. We reach out to and say, hey, Chip, what are you guys doing? Awesome. Have you yeah, ever tried this? Yep. Yep. That's so great. They're very open and forthcoming. Um, and then, you know, like you said, we, uh, for the Bucks, Brewers, uh, Badgers, you know, it, it, it is a tight community. Even, you know, you got, we would reach out to you. So local businesses, um, Christina, a little shout out to Christina. Checkpoint. Oh, shout out for Christina and Checkpoint. There you go. Woo! Woo hoo! But yeah, the the network is pretty tight knit. So it's, I mean, it's um, it's what makes the world go round. I, I don't think you can be successful without a a, a strong network. Honestly. Absolutely, yeah, for sure, absolutely. And um, you know, in the world of apps, tech, you know, Salesforce, Workday for HR. Do you have any of that normal stuff that other people use? You got some specific, you know, NFL or Packer types of apps. Outside of the you know the mobile and the fan experience, which we're going to talk about some refresh tech, but is there any of that kind of what I would refer to as normal corporate tech that you're uh, responsible for? Yeah, for sure. And we try to stay off the shelf. Um, oh, wow. it's okay. Extremely difficult to customize and then bring in your own staff, develop, uh, code it, and grow it that way. Um, so we we try to stay off the shelf. But yeah, it's it's your corporate or typical corporate America. Oh, okay, awesome. Any custom stuff that uh, you build specifically, either either for Packer purposes, game day purposes, or or uh, you know football specific type of uh, type of experiences? We do very little customization for an off the shelf solution. Wow, good answer. That was a trick trick question there, Kenny. That was an yes. IT guy to yeah. IT guy yeah. question. Unlimited there. funds still has me. That one didn't <laughs> yeah. trick me, but that yeah. unlimited funds, man. That's, yeah, I'm that trying was, to still think about it, that one. Yeah, I know. How we'll how talk it about is, it over a beer after that. Perfect. I like yeah. it. How about that? Maybe that's it. Yeah. I'll buy a bar. Buy a. <laughs> right then. Cool. Uh, this was awesome. Thank you both, Tim. Any parting words as the new co-host of Experience Milwaukee? So so. <laughs> <laughs> Take that PR team. (laughs) So thank you, Kenny, for uh, both hosting us here in Lambeau Field. I think everybody would agree this was, oh, my God, blew away any expectations anybody had. Yes. Thank you for coming down to Milwaukee in uh, In June for Summerfest Tech, being up on stage with myself and, and Robert and Derek. And I assume you've met Robert and Derek before in some way. Shape or form or no? Uh, remote. Remote. Oh, yeah, yeah. boo hoo! We'll have to yeah. do a little. Uh, maybe we'll do a little sync session before uh, before the actual panel and get uh, get related there. In I'll some buy way. the beer. All right. So um, we talked about this a little bit last time. We're going to go deep in a couple of different topics on the panel. Obviously, there's a lot about upskilling and talent and roles and those things that you guys do to hire and recruit talent. Um, there's definitely a fan experience aspect that we want to get into some of the things that you guys have done that would be interesting, both from an IT or a tech perspective in terms of how you pull all this data together and personalize an experience for a particular fan who also, you know, is wanting to enjoy a game (laughs) and just loves being a part of any one of the three teams that, that we're going to be talking about. So we're going to talk about the fan experience and then we have to go there. Uh, we are going to, we're going to be in Potawatomi casino. They just launched Amen. a sports book. I want to get your perspective at Summerfest Tech about gaming, gambling, where the Packers kind of stand on that, where the NFL stands on that. Some of that has been new, 
to this uh, to this arena, but we'll, we'll want to get your perspective on, on that as well. What a great teaser. <laughs> Love it. Can't wait. I'm excited. 